Here are a few simple ideas to help you think about and reflect on this coming new year. Hello friends, it's good to be with you. Thanks for taking a little time to be with me today and happy new year. This is the first episode of 2021 and so I've got the new year on my mind. And basically what I wanna do today is lift up and reinforce a few ideas for the new year uh, that are lifted up in our blog post um, at spdlc.org slash blog. Uh, the title of this post is Inspired Intentions for 2021. So it's less on New Year's resolutions and more thinking about, again, how are we approaching the new year? I don't know about you, I actually am not someone who's ever done uh, New Year's resolutions, or certainly I've not done them particularly well. How about I say that? Um, so I like the, the thrust of this blog post, which was written by Amanda Berger, who's on our staff here. And again, I'd point you to it, you can read it there. I'm not gonna rehearse the entire thing, but uh, there are three parts of it I wanna lift up. The first she has are five, again, intentions for the new year. And this is everything from getting to know your city. Uh, and she points out that this may be more complicated during this time of COVID, which we pray will be uh, going away soon with the vaccine that's on, it, on its way. Uh, but get to know your city, that's the first one. Uh, try a hobby. Uh, that sparks your interest. And I may actually in the coming year talk about uh, some of the hobbies that interest me. I, I have no idea if that would be interesting to you or not. If you want to leave a comment below and let me know, yes or no, uh, I'll follow your advice. Um, the third one she has is spend a year living in a foreign country. By that, she doesn't mean actually travel to a foreign country, but rather use the resources uh, both in our Twin Cities metropolitan area here uh, to explore um, what it would be like to live in a foreign country and also resources like books or magazines or uh, websites and just reflect on what a different place would bring to your life. The fourth is a more um, faith-based one, which is embrace a new spiritual practice. Uh, we've talked about a number of those spiritual practices here. And again, I'd be interested in knowing as we go into this new year, if that's the kind of content that you have found helpful on this channel, or if you'd like more of it. And the fifth one um, is create a standing date uh, once a month for a whole year. This presumes, of course, you have someone to date. Um, anyway, those, that's the sort of main thrust of the blog post. The second and third uh, parts of it are related to, and maybe you've heard about this, a, a practice of finding a word for the year. Again, it's less a resolution and it's a way to maybe frame up the year or to reflect on the year, to use a, a specific word as a little bit of a touchstone. So there are a couple of resources there. One is uh, by a woman named Susanna Conway, and that's a resource called Find Your Word. It's a tool to help you discover what that word for the year might be for you. And related to that, and the final thing that I'll lift up from this blog post, is a, a one-word devotional. That was developed uh, right here at St. Philip the Deacon by Amanda Berger, who I've already mentioned wrote this blog post, and also by pastors uh, Cheryl Matheson and, and Pastor uh, Valerie Strand Patterson. And it's a way to, once you choose a word for the year, to sort of begin living into it or using it as a spiritual discipline. Um, 
As we start this new year, I do also want to say a few words of thanks. Um, first of all, I want to say a word of thanks to the good people of St. Philip Deacon. I mentioned this in my sermon this past weekend, but 2020 was obviously a very strange, unusual year. I talked about it as kind of a foreign land. Um, and yet, <clears throat> here at St. Philip the Deacon, all of you and your generosity allowed us as a congregation to support worthy causes, which were more in need of those that support than ever, uh, to the tune of 33% more than the prior year. And I think that's incredible and wonderful. And to each of you who have made that possible, I wanna say, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I also want to say a word of thanks to the staff at St. Philip the Deacon who have uh, been creative and innovative, who have helped to do all kinds of pivoting as we've had to do our ministries in a changed context. To all, so to all the staff at St. Philip the Deacon, I want to say again a hearty word of thanks to each and every one of you. Um, I want to say a word of thanks to the guy behind the camera this morning, Tim Dagerberg. Uh, Tim and I have now been partnering together on this podcast for almost a whole year. We did 77 episodes in 2020, and I, I look forward to doing many more in the coming year. So Tim, thank you to you. Um, and then a final and maybe unexpected word of thanks. Uh, what you probably don't know, in fact, I'm pretty sure you don't know, is that for, I'm going to guess, more than half of these uh, podcast episodes, my dear daughter, Sarah, has actually been in the room. And she is sitting here in the room right now. Uh, many of you know this, Sarah has profound special needs. She turned 19 last year. Um, and she has sat, because of COVID, she hasn't been in her regular school. So she's ended up hanging out with dad at church for many days out of the year. And she has sat patiently and quietly as we have produced these podcasts, which she's doing right now as she stares at me off camera. And Sarah, I just want to say I'm glad you've been able to be with us, even though you haven't contributed, and I'm grateful for that uh, in terms of noise. Uh, it's been fun to have you in the room with us. So thank you very much, okay? Thank you. Again, Happy New Year to you all. We'll see you next time. In the meantime, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.